Hey, this is Trenton Robertson. Want to thank you so much for tuning into our new podcast, All About Lemonade Stands. It is simply all about business, and every other podcast was that was named All About Business was taken. So I figured uh, starting out with All About Lemonade Stands, considering that is kind of the first hustle, first business that everyone knows, fam- that everyone's familiar with, and, and uh, you know, kind of starts with. So in this uh, amazing episode, I hate that <clears throat> the beginning of it was actually cut off. Because I wasn't recording, uh, rookie mistake won't happen again. But in this episode, I talk with an incredible chiropractor in the Houston, Texas area, Doctor Washington, amazing lady. One of the better conversations I've ever had. Uh, you know, we go over her experience with the reverse racism. You know, her approach to healing her patients with a more natural way, and where her passion comes from, and, and how it all started, and uh, some great things about her family. So, hope you enjoy, Texas. Um, and practiced for over 60 years. Um, actually, just just recently, just within the last couple of years, had his uh, license inactivate. Well, inactive right now, but uh, he's still with us at 93. Wow. Yes, in impeccable shape. Um, and one of the reasons he attributes uh, being uh, chiropractically adjusted, uh, he attributes that to a great part of his health. Um, and he's very particular about what he eats. Uh, we've always been, um, because of the background, we were very slow about taking medications um, and using food or nutrients as, our, as, our, as a medicine. As part of the practice? Um, definitely. Well, as a chiropractor, to me, it's just very natural because we have, we have way more hours in nutrition than we do in, let's say, pharmacology. Yeah. You know, the MDs have a few more hours in, than we do in pharmacology, um, but they prescribe medication and we don't. We really, we really try to pres- uh, prescribe more natural things um as opposed to prescription uh, prescriptions right god I, I wish there were more people that did that and i'll oh probably get God. heck for saying that oh yeah but you know i when i was growing up um i had a pretty rough childhood and my mom you know she passed away when i was 15 but mm-hmm. she just she abused drugs and oh, wow. mm-hmm. to me when i hear prescription and uh, not all of them, but a, not all of them, but a lot of them to me are just, you know, I'll get heck for saying this, but sometimes it could seem like they're just legal drugs. They are. They are, Trenton. I'm, I'm going to tell you, and I, I'm, I'm sure, um, well, most people that know me, um, I, I'm, I am very, um, I won't say anti-prescription, uh, but I just really. And, and neither am I. And neither yeah. am I. It just seems oh, yeah. like that's everyone's, like that's their first. Um, that's their first line of defense. Yeah. It should, it should not be. Um, I, coming up as a child, to give you a prime example, um, we were so uh, well adjusted and my dad was big on uh, the feeding us the proper nutrients that we rarely were sick as children. Huh. You know, we, we rarely um had even common cold i remember one time a friend of mine had missed a few days of school and when she came back i was like well what's going on with you 
And she said, um, I was sick. Well, my little mind couldn't even fathom the fact that she was sick because we just were not, we were not, you know, we actually, uh, the things that made me sick were when we had to, when I had to have inoculations, you know, when right. I, when I had to, uh, uh, well, that was the main thing. The inoculations is what really made me sick. Um, and just on, just on a regular basis, we were not, I was very rarely sick. I had ear infections, you know, but uh -huh. were made better by the chiropractic adjustment even. Really? Oh yeah. I'm Get out of here. Oh my goodness. So many people think chiropractic is limited to maybe neck pain, back pain, but anytime you can affect the central nervous system, okay, which is what we do. The central nervous system runs throughout the spine, and you have you have uh, thirty one pairs of, of 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 nerves of of cranial nerves that innervate and go throughout the body, and actually um, give give different um, innervations and functions to uh, the rest of the body and so like say for instance i have if i have a stomach ache sometimes okay. it might be the nerve that's traveling to the stomach that is impinged in a vertebra in my spine that's causing my stomach to bother me. wow and so an uh, actual chiropractic adjustment can can alleviate someone's pain in their stomach if that is the root of the problem well i know that you know, and I learned this from Owen, you know, and I learned this from some of our clients, you know, I don't have a degree in this. Um, but it like, let's say your shoulders hurting. Well, then once your shoulders hurting, let's just say, or, or maybe your left knee, your left knees hurting, then you start walking differently. And then that Amy, affects the other knee. And you know, it's like a, it's like a ripple effect almost. You know, I often tell I, I through the years, I've had patients that have come in with like, say, Say their neck was bothering them. Uh huh. I put them on the table and made an assessment. I found out that their primary problem, what their body was showing me, that they had issues in their. Uh, the primary problem was in their lower back. Okay, like issues like what? Um, when I say issues, uh, they, when they had lower, when they had neck pain, um, the, the what I'm saying is the issue or the problem. Or the malposition was primarily in their lower lower back. Gotcha, and the, that's causing the yeah. And and so when what happens if it goes unanswered or you never address the problem, say you have um, say you have a, a, a you might have wake up with a cramp in your back. Okay. And you might take a Tylenol or Advil or something. It covers up the pain receptors, but it never goes to the root of the problem to see what the actual problem is. And so after um, after a while, the body just kind of learns to kind of cover that pain up. You might feel better because, oh, you know, my back is not hurting anymore, but you're taking pain medication to, to cover it up. And after a while, the body adjusts. And you, again, like you were saying a little earlier, you might start walking a little bit differently but then you might not feel that pain so much. 
but that's just a signal that the body will give you. If you go on and you don't ever address that, the body starts um, giving you more and more signals so that you'll have something done about it. And so I've had people that they may have had like uh, maybe working out, they might have sprained or, or injured their back in some kind of way. And they did self-treatment. They might have taken some medication, put some ice on it, and you know, maybe taken a break off of work a couple of days. And then they feel better. But what happens if it's never addressed, eventually it's going to come back. And it's mm -hmm. going to come back with the vengeance. You might start out with that. Uh, you might have a little uh, pain in the lower back then, but then it starts moving up the spine, up into your upper back your thoracic spine and up into your cervical spine wow. neck and eventually it could cause you to have headaches it could cause you to have sinus problems you name it it can cause a whole a whole bunch of issues from you not actually getting that address wow that's probably why i'm unbelievably allergic to dust mites mm. i had an allergy test in i don't know march or whatever and it came up, you know, it came up with a list of foods I'm allergic to, but dust mites I was extremely allergic to. And I have a constant post-nasal drip. I wonder if maybe, that's kind of crazy to think, almost unbelievable that a back adjustment could help with that. Is that what you're saying or no? Am I I'm, I'm, no, and, and what I'm saying is a full, and see, that's another thing. You, you touched on something. Um, what you just said, you have a post-nasal drip. Yeah, it's constant. It never goes away. That's one of the that's one of the symptoms that my dad got. He that's one of the reasons he got into chiropractic. He had served in the service. Uh huh. Been been uh, in in an automobile accident, a traumatic experience, rear-ended, um, and he never was able to get any relief after he had gotten released out of the service. This was many, many, many years ago. But after he had gotten released out of the service. He actually um, was seeking different places to get some relief. He went to all different types of doctors, got no relief. Wow. Uh, ran across a young lady that had been sickly, and she perked up. And he asked her, what did you do? What, what? She said, I went to a doctor. And he said, what kind of doctor did you go to? And, and, and the lady said, I went to a chiropractor. And... So he goes to the chiropractor that she went to out in West Texas, and he was having headaches, sinus problems, and a post-nasal drip. Okay. And he asked the doctor, okay, which one of my symptoms are you going to be able to help me with? And the doctor said, I'm going to help you with all of them. Well, he thought the man was either crazy or God sent. Sure, blowing <laughs> smoke up his tail. Yeah. And right. he had one, the first adjustment he had immediate, after the x-rays were done and the assessment was done, he had uh, his first chiropractic adjustment. And all of those symptoms were relieved almost immediately. And so- That's kind of hard to believe that this would go away from an adjustment. I mean, honestly. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been to, a, have you ever had a chiropractic adjustment? I have, um, and I can't recall it I can't recall it um, affecting my nose. I mean, my, my post-nasal drip. Let me but, ask you, what type of, did, when they, cause see, and, th and this is my issue and I'm not 
not downing, not trying to throw any shade on any of my colleagues because I definitely don't believe in that. Right. Um, we all have different techniques or whatnot. However, there are some of us that are out there that are just adjusting one segment or another. Yeah, it was just the lower back, and this was four years ago. Uh -huh. um, it just was like, it, he said there was inflammation back there. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, he had me turn some different ways. And, and did that was you really even tell, did you tell him about the post-nasal No, and here's the thing. When I was, um, when I was 17 or 18, this was, this was a while ago. When I was 17 or 18, I went to the doctor and I told them I constantly was coughing and they were like, Oh, you have acid reflux. You have a lot of acid. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay. So I took all these, um, acid, uh, uh, pills. I can't even, I can't even remember the names of them. I mean, I took mm -hmm. all of them, uh, uh -huh. and it never went away. So in February, they, I went to the doctor and they, um, they put a camera in my stomach mm -hmm. and afterwards he was like, yeah, you've got a little bit, but nothing really. I was like, okay. So they prescribed me this, this acid medicine, whatever. And in this summer, I was like, I gotta, I gotta dig deep and find out what this is. So mm -hmm. I started, I started looking around and, and one of the things could have been post-nasal drip mm -hmm. and just constant mucus dripping down the back of your throat. So I was like, okay. And then um, I looked at one of the medicines, uh, which was Mucinex. Mm -hmm. So since June, I have been taking Mucinex DM, 1200 milligram, almost every day. Mm. When I take it in the morning at 8 a.m., it is gone about 5 p.m. Wow. And then it comes right Where back. Where are you? Where are I'm, you? I'm right down the road from you. I'm in Beaumont. You're in Beaumont. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, and, and the reason I'm asking, you know, and it's crazy, I, I tell a lot of people, I love, 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 love what I do. Okay. After chiropractic, because I'm I want to get into that in a minute, why you love it so much, but go ahead. Uh, okay. But it's like, you know, people that like you that have, you, you talk about people that have asthma, people that have um, sinus problems, headaches, uh, just a whole, uh, you name it we can just about help it uh, because the what the main thing that the the chiropractic adjustment does is it increases the blood circulation okay body and it also aligns the spine helping everything to go back into proper alignment and it also brings down inflammation like your your chiropractor was telling you but the thing that that i've learned from my dad over the years is to definitely, we believe in doing a full spine manipulation. Why a full spine manipulation? We do the full spine manipulation because just like I was telling you earlier, your whole body is connected. And so if you have an issue in your lower back, that issue in your lower back can end up- uh, Affecting everything. Affecting everything. It can, it can affect <clears throat> your knee. It can go down and affect your knee. It can affect your, your big toe. It can go up and affect your cervical spine or your neck uh, and cause you, you know, to have um, misalignments in those other areas, which will also cause you to have pain in other areas of your body. Hmm. Because there's, again, information, uh, many of us are walking around with the whole... Slew of things. 
yeah, a slew of things. So, I mean, and a lot of us are walking around with a lot of issues that we don't even have to deal with. I would love to get a hold of you. Okay, <laughs> let's do it. I mean, I'm in, in Texas, an hour and a half down the road is nowhere. So that's a, that's down the road to me. So yeah, I I'll mean, gladly come. I, and well, we need to talk because okay. I, you said you're in Beaumont. Yeah, I'm right down the road from you, I Beaumont, Texas. Look, I have to drive to Louisiana in a, <laughs> I'm like, I might be coming through. I might just have to bring my, okay. out, but like, okay. seriously, I'd love to. So but, let me ask you this. I want to, I want to, I want to get into your career and kind of like, who you are and why you're this person. And mm -hmm. that's what I was talking about in the beginning is everyone's got this unique story. Um, and I wish more people would tell their story more. You know, some right. people tr try to shy away from their story. Uh, most mm -hmm. people wouldn't tell you they had a rough childhood. Their mom did drugs. And this is the reason I am who I am because I've yeah. seen, I don't want to say I've seen the worst of the worst, but I would say that I've seen it pretty bad, you know? Um, so, in 1997, when you became a chiropractor, is it just because, and you know, is it just because your dad was a chiropractor and you were like, you know, this is the family thing and I want to try it or all your other brothers and sisters, you said you were the youngest or, or why did you become a chiropractor? Very good question. Now I am, uh, like I said, I'm the youngest of seven girls actually. Oh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know dad... what they say, they didn't have TVs back in the day, so there was really <laughs> right. nothing else to do. My dad had a whole bunch of girls, but, but basically I have always been, and I, I think all of us were kind of like daddy's girls uh -huh. was like the epitome, the ultimate. I was, I always loved being around my dad. Okay. And early in the early years, well, let me, let me go back even further. Just okay. when we were younger, we were treated so well in the chiropractic community. We were basically, we experienced, uh, even back then, in the outside world, what I would call everything outside of chiropractic, sure. there was some racism um, because of the color of my skin. Sure. Shouldn't be, but there was. Um, but in the chiropractic world, uh, because my dad was the first black chiropractor in the state of Texas, we were very protected they and, and was there pushback because of that pushback by who well i mean you know in 1997 well that's when you became a chiropractor when did your dad right. become one my dad became a, a a a doctor of chiropractic in 1951 april of 1951 holy cow yeah yeah so being the first black chiropractor in texas i can only imagine well, I don't know. I mean, well, see, was it what you what you're getting ready to say? You're probably getting ready to say what a lot of people think. They they might think that there were uh, he he had a rough time, but right. all actuality, my dad, we we had such a great experience. It was we we experienced a reverse racism. So, oh wow! And the reason I say that uh, didn't really even understand it until. A f actually a few years ago one of our colleagues one of my dad's uh old friends you know we were just talking my dad always is always very grateful for how people treat him he's also an ordained minister and so he's always very grateful for how people are very kind to him and he was just thanking one of his old uh white colleagues he said you always treated me with such dignity and you all treated me with such respect and y'all, you know, you all were very kind to my family. You all went over and above to be nice and kind to us. 
and the the doctor responded he said look i knew what was going we knew what was going on back then back then we would have we would go to different conventions and have uh talk to the venue where we were going to be we would explain to them look we have one black family in our organization and if they have to go in the back of if they have to go in a back door or if they're mistreated in any way we're going to take our business elsewhere well that was i love it because this was a this was a nice guys organization and when they came they came with a lot of people and so these venues and whatnot did not want to lose that business and so they they went out of their way to treat us with the utmost respect and as a matter of fact and i say reverse racism because there were a lot of times we were getting away with i'll give you a prime example you uh i don't know if you've ever been to the hyatt regency downtown houston I'm sure I have. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful well, especially it's a nice hotel even now. But even back then, it was just like really top of the line. Just like it was a place everyone wanted. That was that was where you went. That was where you went exactly. So we were having a convention there when I was a little girl. I I was preteen, and the 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 little white kids would be playing, going up and down the elevators, which was a beautiful see-through you can see down to the first floor all the way up and beautiful elevators well we were so fascinated with them i would get on and ride up and down if one of the little white kids tried to do that they would be reprimanded very quickly no you don't do that but they were i guess it was almost like like i said it was a reverse racism they didn't want they didn't want us to feel any way uh slighted or you know, bad. Right. So they they just made sure that we were extra, extra comfortable. Gotcha. Went out of their way, you know, and so we were treated very well. There there were, I could tell you a number, we probably don't even have enough time to, I could tell you a number of occasions where we got preferential treatment just because we were the only black family wow. that in the, um, in the organization because they were trying to make sure that we were very comfortable and we knew that we were wanted in that organization. Wow. That's amazing. Really? Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, I we, wish there were more stories like that. Oh my goodness. And so, you know, you to, to, to go on with my story. So that was like the beginning <laughs> of my love relationship with chiropractic. Wow. They were so, kind and sweet to us that it made me you know i've always loved to be you know i'm the baby right attention and so that was you talk about attention we had it wow uh moving forward as i got a little older i started hanging out more with my dad you know the rest of my sisters they used to like to follow mom because mom would be going shopping and different things and they love to do that I tell people often that's one feminine gene I do not have is shopping gene. I don't like shopping. So <laughs> I would I would always love to go with my dad and we uh -huh. would do, sometimes uh, back then. Is it because you saw the respect and 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 you know I don't know how to articulate that, but I saw that. But it was more or less the biggest thing is I just wanted to be with my father. Okay, my, he was 
my I'll, I'll explain something not not slighting any of my other siblings but my dad and i were born under the same sign we're both virgos born in september um we're we're both um we we have very similar characteristics very easygoing um we love helping people um and that was one of the key things is that when I started going to my dad's office, when I started going to the clinic, I actually witnessed people coming in there with all different types of issues. Um, like I was saying earlier, um, there was a, a and, and the biggest thing, and this was when I gotten a little older, a woman was uh, from Hearn, Texas, um, maybe an hour or so out of Houston, um, she had heard about my dad, how he was able to help people. So she came all the way from Hearn. Um, but the thing is, she was in a wheelchair. Okay. Her Don't tell daughters, me she started walking. Listen. Oh, boy. pushed her in. This is what solidified. This is what made, I knew I wanted to be a chiropractor after this experience in this. Her two daughters pushed her in. And after her first adjustment with my dad she was able to walk out pushing that wheelchair and now the now this is a crazy thing my wow. dad now my dad you know he's the story it gets more glorified every time he tells it and so now you know he says that she was in the wheelchair about two or three years i think it was more like two or three months but either way she was in the wheelchair for some time and after getting a chiropractic adjustment, after getting a line, she was uh, able to push her wheelchair out of the office. And so, I mean, that was that was one of the that was one of the big highlights. But then I, there were several canes and. Uh, How old were you when this happened? Oh, I must have been, I must have been about uh, twelve or. Oh, this was early on. Wow. 15. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I, I decided I wanted to be a car. Well, to tell you the story, and I have a lot of stories, but to tell you the story about how I, um, I wanted to be a chiropractor at first, like as long as I could remember, um, because I was so enamored with my father, but I had this crazy idea or this crazy notion that I could not be a chiropractor because I did not witness any um, I didn't see any female chiropractors back then. All uh. And I saw that, you know, of course, being black, I knew that I could be a chiropractor because my dad was a chiropractor, but I didn't see any women. And so around about that, I think around about that time when I was like early teen, early preteen rather, um, I was at one of the meetings with my dad and my dad was introduced, he would always introduce me to the doctors. And he would say, he would tell me, he would say, uh, daughter, this is Dr. So-and-so. And then when he would, it would, when it would be a woman, if she was not with her husband, he would say, this is Dr. So-and-so's wife. Wow. Well, this one lady, he came, he was introducing me. To, and mind you, my dad didn't even know that I wanted to be a chiropractor at this time. One lady that he introduced me to, uh, he stopped at, this is Dr. So-and-so. I'm waiting on him to say, this is Dr. So-and-so's wife. wife. 
he never did say that. And so my jaw hit the floor because I'm like, what? She's a chiropractor. I and can't even imagine that. That's, oh that's my goodness. Yeah. On, on the way home, that was when I told, I shared with my dad. I was like, dad, I was like, I call him daddy. I was like, daddy, I want to be a chiropractor. And the, like, as they say, the rest is history. Wow. He, That's awesome. He really encouraged me. You know, I don't know what your belief is, but, you know, my dad being an ordained minister, in the word of God, it says in the Bible, it, it talks about how words are so powerful and how. Uh-huh. Um, and so from then on, I started saying, you know, when people would ask me what I wanted to be, I said, I want to be a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, this was way early on. I had I was like, this was before even middle school. I never wanted to be a chiropractor. Hmm. Um, and, and that was, that was just what it was going to be. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't be more of a Christian. Um, yeah. Some people just know, I think uh, from the age of 12 to this day, it's crazy. I know it doesn't seem crazy to me. But as sure as I am that the sun's coming up tomorrow, I'm sure that I'll be the president of the United States one day. I know that's crazy. You may no, not believe not. it. But mm -mm. I ever, like, when I was 12 years old, you know, my dad's into politics, things like that. And I, I look at it a little different. And just ever since 12, I just, for some reason, you know, that's just what I believe. And I don't know if it's my brain just wants a huge goal that I'll go after my whole life. And, um, but that's something I believe. Um, but yeah, just talking uh, in terms of um, just knowing, you know what I mean? Yeah, true. So. And it's nothing, it's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Definitely. You know, and I don't think it's crazy. I think that people set small goals for themselves, too small. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when, when Christ says in, in the New Testament, when he said, uh, well, clearly in the New Testament, when he said, you know, <laughs> the faith of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. You can I, don't move a mountain. Think, I don't think people fathom that. And at times I don't believe it, but over the last three years in, in my business career, I have witnessed the law of attraction. You could say um, mm -hmm. it's a real thing. And I think God is literally just waiting for you to tell him what you want. Mm -hmm. um, so he can make actually it get this Trenton. He actually placed in you what you want. Isn't that crazy? And yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah. Knows. He pretty much already knows, but he's just waiting for you to actually verbalize it. Yep, that's it. Yep. And so, no, I don't think it's crazy at all. Uh, truly, um, um, it, it, because as, like I, when I was coming up, there were people that told me, oh, oh, you'll change your mind. You'll probably change your mind several times. But I always, after I decided I was going to be a doctor of chiropractic, that was what I I wanted to, that was what I was. And did you have doubts? Because, you know, it's hard for me to think now, like if a, a female said, Hey, I wanted to be the CEO of a company, probably in the sixties, mm seventies, -hmm. that was like, no, you're not, that's not going to happen. Right. So I'm asking you, did you, did you have doubts that like being a, you know what? And, and, and it's <clears throat> crazy that I even had that idea at first that I could not be a chiropractor. Why? Because my parents were, because they had all girls, they continue, they told us, uh, I mean, they, they continue to encourage us and tell us that we could be whatever we wanted to be. They never, uh, right. they never let us buy with, oh, because I'm a girl, I can't do any, you know, no, 
and I always had a love for math and I had a love for science. And that's a couple of the things that you definitely need going into the medical field. Sure. Um, and so that was just always at the forefront, you know, I could be anything and, and get this Trenton. I was, I had a slow start as far as education wise. My mother, um, my mother had to put me back in the first grade. Why? Oh, wow. Not because I didn't pass. I didn't fail. She put me back because my teacher said, okay, she got, she passed everything, but she got A's in math and science, but she barely passing. She got D's or C's and D's in reading in English. And his, I didn't, because those things, the crazy thing is, yeah, you have to read, but my love was always, I always have loved science and, and math. That was just what I, what I was interested in. Huh. And, uh, and so I've always been, um, I won't say I'm the smartest cookie on the block, but uh, I'm a very, you know, I guess I'm an analytical thinker, you know? Yeah. Well, if it wasn't for my friends in high school allowing me to copy on homework, I, don't, I, oh, wouldn't, I would still be in high school. Um, so, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. There's a lot of things in school, you know, I'm, I'm pretty passionate about public education in terms of, they don't teach you the real things. You know, the uh, okay. three or four years ago was the first time I ever had to file taxes, had no mm -hmm. idea how to do it. Uh, no, I knew nothing about a savings account, you know, things like that. And I've had yeah. to learn those as an adult. Uh, but anyway, that's a, that's another day. Um, I'd like to hear about some of the struggles, like some difficult times you've had in your career. Um, where maybe you're just like, I don't know if I could do this anymore, or you just, heck, maybe you've never had those. Oh, no, trust me. I'm actually going through an issue right now that I've been going through for some years. Because uh, <clears throat> I love, love, love what I do so much. I have a problem. Um, I am big on people respecting my profession and people, um, because I, I really feel as doctors of chiropractic, I, I really feel that our profession is just not given the respect that it deserves. Okay. Um, and, 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 and so I say that to say this, dealing with the insurance companies and dealing with a, a lawyers and, and all different types of things, it puts a different spin on it when they, in many cases, when you're working with a doctor of chiropractic, because most of us are in private practice um, which, by the way, most MDs almost cannot survive in private practice because the malpractice insurance would put them out of business. Huh. That's just a fact. Um, well, I'll tell you this, something I've learned working in the healthcare world, you know, mm -hmm. us doing marketing, you know, and this was told to me by, I can't remember who told me this, but I, well, you're telling me the contrary, but... I feel like most people would spend less money if they didn't have insurance because most cash deals are a lot cheaper than exactly. what insurance is going to charge you because they know that they're charging. Well, the doctors know that they're going to be getting their money from insurance. So they're going to charge a crazy amount, you know, right, right. anyway, so go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. And so <clears throat> I, for years, I mean, I've accepted, uh, especially I, I had done a lot of automobile accidents or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But in the last few years, I have just gotten fed up with dealing with uh, these insurance companies that um, we do all the work, 
And then they turn around and tell us, oh, we're not going to pay you. And I've even... In was some, it an out-of-network deal or what? Well, most of it has been automobile accidents. Okay. You know, and, and, and after, after I've seen a patient for two to three months, they, you know, will look up and say, oh, we're going to approve this. But no, this was not necessary, um, you know. And so they have all these, they have all these different tactics. And it's actually changed over the years. But I had just gotten fed up with playing what I call it's a game. The whole insurance industry, and, and I'm, I'm sure I'll get some feedback for this, it is a big game. They control everything. So they do. Insurance they companies do. control the planet. <laughs> they really do. I mean, oh. <laughs> I was uh, to, just to show you uh, just a few years ago, I was serving as a designated doctor in the state of Texas, and I was out in. Midland, I think it was Midland or Odessa, one of those uh, uh, cities. And I had done an exam on a, a, a guy that, and, and to, to explain what designated doctors do, we, um, it's people that have been in the workers' comp system and they're trying to, they have to have a doctor from the outside that's not their treating doctor to come and make an evaluation about what's going on with them. Uh, and to see if they're ready to go back to work or if they're ready uh, or if they need more treatment, whatever, whatever. Well, this particular guy had had, he was injured on the job, had a shoulder injury, and he was not able to, um, he was not able to function like he regularly would be. He had surgery. The insurance company approved for him to have surgery that uh, put, uh, he had some hardware that was installed in the surgery that was supposed to come out within six months. Well, get this, the insurance company approved the first, um, they approved the first uh, surgery, but the surgery that the doctor that put the hardware in him said he needed, uh -huh. and the hardware company said that he needed to get that hardware out of him within six months, the insurance company did not approve that second surgery. Huh. I think that I, I, now if I, Trenton, if I practice one day without my license, I would have, I would have some big fines to pay. Sure. You let me not try, you let me not pay the state of Texas to renew my license. I mean, if it's just one day, yeah. big fines, but you allow an insurance company to have that much power, even though they control the money, they should not be able to tell a doctor medically necessary. And so I have issue with that, you know, and in, in my private practice. So this man was walking around almost a year later with this hardware in his, in his shoulder. And when I did the exam, I basically, that was what I said. I was like, I need to take this hardware out of him so that he can get on with living his life. You know, but they, I'm sure they wanted me to say, oh, he can go back to work. He can do whatever, whatever. But no, wow. he had this hardware in him that needed to come out. The insurance company didn't want to pay anymore? No, they, they, yeah. they refused to approve the second surgery. So he's still walking around with this hardware. Oh, wow. You know, and I think that should be... Um, I think that should be illegal. And they're, they're practicing medicine without a license, really. Look, and I, I'm almost afraid to say this, 
um, on a recorded Zoom call, but <laughs> I thought about this, I don't know, four or five months ago. And I was thinking, you know, we, I was having a conversation with one of my clients and I just, you know, these insurance companies and the power they have. And I, and I just was thinking, it's impossible to take them down. But I think that if anyone had a real strategy to take these guys down, it's the cash deals. Um, you would, I don't know. I don't know what you think about that, but that, that was something I was throwing out there. And I don't know. You would, you would think in, 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 in really and truly you would think, but I've been really struggling since I stopped taking insurance and I'm just, I've just been trying to find, well, when I say struggling, struggling, financially, right. Uh, trying to keep the business going and, you know, keep the overhead costs paid because you don't have that, that big money coming in from the insurance company. Well, okay. It really wasn't necessarily that big. That's what I was just about to say is that, I mean, you'll make less, but yeah, but, but the problem is people, if they actually have insurance, they want to use insurance. Okay. And so I've really been, um, and not saying that I I know that I'm not saying that I can't do better and I'm, I'm working on doing better as far as getting people in. That's one of the reasons I'm excited about this podcast is because I know there are some people out there that may not have insurance or they might have not as much insurance as they would like. And they want to come in and like, I'm running end of the year uh, specials. I would love to get some people in. I'm in Midtown Houston. Yeah. Get some people in to help them with their various issues, post nasal drip, neck pain, <laughs> back pain, headaches, you know, whatever, what, there are so many things that we can help people with without even having to worry about dealing with insurance. Right. You know, uh, and you don't have to worry about the hassle of, and then you're going to get, now don't get me wrong. There are some things out there and you probably have heard of, I won't even call a name cause I don't know. I, I don't want it. But there are like, there's some, there's a company out there that you can go and get an adjustment for almost a little or nothing, but you don't know, you don't know the practitioner. You don't know if the practitioner is actually a good practitioner or one that just is just not that great. Well, maybe you can tell me the company off record, but um, I will. Is, it, is it an Uber type deal? Not Uber, but is it like um, you could just sign just up with them of- and... Yeah, it's just kind of popped up within the last uh, few years. Okay. And they come to your house or what? No, no. You you have to go in there, but the okay. thing is it's like it's like um it's a quick in, quick out. I like okay. to take a little time with my patients because I often tell people, and I'm not trying to be any more than what I am, but as a doctor of chiropractic, we 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 contact our patients. Right. Uh, and when you, when you, and you can understand this being um, a child of God, when, when you actually, um, when you touch people, you have more of that human, um, how shall I say it, the human compassion. Okay. But mind you, you know, if you go, and I'm not, not again, not throwing any shade to my uh, cohorts that are MDs. <clears throat> I have some good friends that are MDs and I love them to pieces. Um, but most of the time, when is the last time you went to your medical doctor and he actually put his hands on you? Uh, that would be in March. Oh, well, that's a good, I mean, that's, that's well, that was for the allergy test and stuff. 
But okay. that guy, I would not recommend him. He's an allergy doctor. I'm not going to say his name, but man, that guy is, uh, I like, I like everyone. There are some people that I just cannot stand. This guy is a very arrogant. Okay. Uh, if there was another allergy doctor in this area, I would go to him, you know? Okay. So we'll see. And, and I guess my point is in many cases, when you go to the medical doctor, they'll have their staff, their maybe nurse on, uh, on to take your blood pressure, um, do all the vital signs or whatnot. And then they sit across from you and listen to your issues and then they write prescription for whatever you have going on. They don't actually touch the patient. In the exam, generally, I can't, a, a patient can't walk in my office without me contacting them, touching them. Without you calling them? No, no, without me actually putting my hands on them. Okay. Is what I'm saying. Uh, and that's what I'm saying as far as touch. The human touch is such a huge, um, it has, there's healing in the human touch, just, just off G. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look at, okay. I tell people when, when there's an argument about who I've had people to tell me, oh, why didn't you become a real doctor? <laughs> okay. What they're talking about, they're talking about why didn't you become an MD? Because you could prescribe medication, you could do surgery. And I'm like, why would I want to do all that when I can do it naturally, when I can help them naturally? Okay use of drugs without yeah. in the to invade their body with uh, cutting them you know from here to where ever and why would i want to do that when i can actually help them with just by the use of my hands i don't have to give them any foreign thing that's going to go inside of their body and cause a, a whole my dad often <laughs> said that medication does not even it really does not make mathematical sense because you take a medication for one thing and you'll end up with a half a dozen side effects. Huh. Okay. So, you know, I like you, that you, explanation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you, uh, think about it. You take, and that's, probably, you know, you were talking about your mother. That's probably how she got it, got started. She took, she was taking medication and I don't know your history or whatever. No, I mean, name but it. I was, mean, her taking, taking those medications ended up with a slew of problems kids not being yeah. taken care of lost her job you know yeah, yeah. and she I, i'm sure I'm, i bet you she didn't start out with as much as what she ended up with yep but when the reason they have to increase the, the medication is because because it caused all these effects. problems yeah because it caused side effects and so you have to take a medication for the side effects that the one medication causes i like it end up taking a whole bunch of different medications that if you had tried to address the problem naturally, not saying that you won't need any medication, well, but you I, might not need as much as you originally. I would also say, doctor, that that's also a customer mindset deal in terms mm -hmm. of you got to have that customer who doesn't want that quick fix and right. wants to really solve the problem. Is that, am I making sense? You are making sense. Yeah. But let, me throw, let me throw this back <laughs> at you. And I'm not saying, I'm just saying like, you're having a battle with that mindset of the customer. And, Some people and you're just, so right. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and we How many people have walked into your office and mm -hmm. you've said, hey, let's try this the natural way. Mm -hmm. and maybe, you know, they might've just shaken their head, but they didn't want to do that. They wanted the quick oh, yeah. fix. Yeah. I, I, get it. I get it all the time. I say that we are a micro, we are a microwave society. We are used to things oh. happening quick, fast, in a hurry. Sometimes the fallout that people have with, 
the natural aspects or the uh, holistic uh, practices like chiropractic, massage, acupuncture, all those different things, the fallout they have with them is sometimes they take a little bit longer uh, in certain instances um, to, to see results. Now, I've, right. seen, I've seen in most cases, I've seen a person that has almost immediate results after getting a, an adjustment. But I'm talking about overall, like say if they're coming in, if their blood pressure is elevated, do you believe that the chiropractic adjustment can help to reduce our, uh, a blood pressure? I mean, right now I don't, but I got a feeling you're about to tell me we can. Again, going back to, uh, there is a, the first cervical vertebra in, um, in your neck is called C1. Okay. And if, uh, I wish I had, I, I, I would definitely show it to you, but we have in my, in my office, I have a, um, what's called a, um, I have this chart, this nerve chart that shows when an area is out of alignment, some things that it can cause. Is there a, is there a place I could show the audience that's going to watch this, this chart, maybe like a online or something? I know it's in your uh, office, but because of the internet, I, I would like to see it. I, I want to look it up right now. Um, it's, oh my goodness, it's a chart, I forget what it, it's a chart that's in the, uh, it comes out of an old Gray's Anatomy. Uh, okay. Um, I might have to, you might have to add that later. Cause okay. I'm, email it to me. Yeah. I'd like to see it. Yeah. Uh, cause it basically, um, it basically shows you the connection between the nerve, the innervation of the, the nerves in the body that travel through those. A big problem is caused by, I'm looking at, that's a the, yeah that's the nervous system but that's not actually what i'm talking about okay um but that nervous system shows you how intrinsic the 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 body how the body relies on the nervous system to control everything that's it that's it okay that's i just typed in gray's anatomy nervous system chart that's it okay I'm going to, I'll put this up on the, I'll put this yes. up on Yes, but if you right look under that, uh, under the first uh, area. Okay. Uh, on the, on the side, the far right. Okay. Uh, that coordinates with C1. C1. Do you Hold see on. that at the very top? Okay, I've got C1 here. This is at the top. Atlas, yes. is that right? Yes. Look, okay. uh, now look at the wording across from where, what those effects. I've got, are. I've got areas and effects and then under effects is headaches nervousness, insomnia, head That's cold, high blood pressure, migraine, nervous breakdowns, exactly. amnesia, chronic tiredness, and dizziness. How do I fix the C1? You get, you get a chiropractic alignment. Okay. A full spine chiropractic alignment. Oh, wow. Right under it is sinus trouble. That's for exactly. C2. And that's what I was getting ready to tell you. The, wow. Because it's connected, you... Areas that okay, wow. I, I get excited when I talk about this. I can tell. If, when you when you come into the office, if I okay. lay down on the table, by just checking your legs, I can see where your primary issue is. Oh wow! And and then also by palpation, I can tell there's some things that might be out of alignment. I'm willing to bet if I was a betting woman, 
I would bet your C1 is out of alignment. Okay. And is most people's? Um, I won't say most people, but I'll say a great, a lot of people, especially when people go to talking about them having headaches, them having sinus problems, them having even possibly blurred vision, um, them have. If you fixed my vision, I would be blown away. Oh, now see, if that was the case, I would have been done fixed mine too. But um, yeah, we we okay. do it. But uh, check this out. And don't get me wrong. Now, cool. I'll give you another story about my dad. There was a a case when um, my uh, my dad treated this woman that had been abused in a she uh, had an abusive relationship and for years and she lost her vision and my mom used to work at the, my dad's office and she was out i think she had gone to pick up this lady uh to bring her up to the office but then she she went out to make some do some errands while the lady was getting treated when she comes back in the office my mom she says it was a somber feeling in the office she was like what in the world, you know, people were sitting around and in awe and they were in tears. And she was like, what happened? And the lady actually, she couldn't see clearly. Uh -huh. my, now, mind you, my dad had been treating her for a while. This wasn't something that immediately happened. But her vision was, I, I won't say she had perfect vision, but she was able to make out she could not maybe make out, she couldn't see my mom's face clearly. Oh, wow. And actually see the uh, silhouette of my mother's body to where she hadn't even been able to see that before. Wow. And so this is some of the things that chiropractic has been able to help people with simply because of the, all of the, the nerve connections. When you take the pressure off of that nerve, you can allow that nerve to function as it was designed to by the creator. I love that. And even, you know, and so, you know, even Jesus talked about how we'll be able to do, um, oh, oh my goodness. Think about this. Look at this. When, when people try to say that uh, we are less of a doctor as far as chiropractors. Now, I've never heard this, but Okay. Well, I'm glad you haven't heard it. Yeah. You stop saying now, it. But I have no heard in the medical world, you know, like pediatricians or um, just a regular doctor that doesn't specialize in anything. In the doctor community, I do know that there is a little bit, maybe less respect. Yeah. Um, you know, because they don't specialize in anything. I don't think that. I think that's probably a little silly, but you know. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Um, so, okay, so it's, what was I saying as far as the, oh, yeah, I tell often people when I've had people to ask me in the past, okay, why did you want to be a chiropractor? Why didn't you just become a, 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 a MD? Right. Tell them, I, you know, as far, and I, I believe every profession should feel this way about themselves. And so I'm not throwing any smoke to anybody, but I am so in love with being a doctor of chiropractic because I feel that we practice closer to the way Christ healed. Okay. You're in my terminology. Okay. We practice while Christ healed. If you'll look at 
the four uh in in St. Luke, you know Luke was a, a a physician. Did you know that? Uh I didn't. Now I do. Okay. Luke was a Greek physician. Okay. Uh and of course and also, you know, one of the disciples of Christ. And if you'll look at his account, look at uh Luke fourth chapter and the fortieth verse. Okay. And when you look that up, I want you to read it. And okay. what I often tell people, that sounds more like the way I practice as opposed to the way any other doctor practices. Okay. Yeah, it says it here. You okay. see it? Paul calls himself, Paul calls him our beloved physician. Oh, you're looking up. Oh, I, was, I thought you were looking up for the Luke, the fourth chapter in the 40th verse. Oh, hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I just was, I was looking, I was looking up what they called him. Oh, okay. But basically, and I'll kind of paraphrase it. Um, it. It's basically, they say they bought, different people brought unto Christ uh, their friends and loved ones that had different illnesses. Okay. In the evening time. And, and it says Christ laid his hands on every one of them. He laid his hands on them and healed every one of them. Now, the, the, the key word, he laid his hands on them. Uh, I was telling you earlier, I, we touch people. Touch, touch people. Touch is, touch is so huge. I like that. That's interesting. We contact, we touch people. And That's, so oh, wow. when we touch people, uh, there's even a scripture, I can't remember exactly where it is, is the, but it talks about how we'll even do, uh, Christ talked about how he healed people but it talks about we as his followers will even do greater things. Okay. I don't know if you, do, do you remember reading that anywhere? But I mean, probably, yeah. Kind of like, um, and it's not so much that we're trying to put ourselves over Christ, but we're, we're able to, and, and I, I wonder what he meant by that. Or I wonder what I, that meant by that. I stand taller because of my dad. I'm standing on my dad's shoulders. Okay. Okay. I like that. So that makes me, I don't <clears throat> even claim this, but when my dad, my, my dad talks to people and I hate when he does this, but it's kind of true. He says, this girl is good. She's, she's better than me. She's more educated than me. Hmm. So I have, I can benefit from what he has and other things that I have come across. I'm not, he didn't have me to uh, learn from. Stand on. To stand on. Right. But I'm able to stand taller because I'm standing on his shoulders. I like that. That's interesting. So even as, as children, we, I mean, we should be, we should do better than our parents. Right. Nothing wrong with us doing better than our parents because we have them to stand on. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I like it. I like it. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what would you say kind of separates you um, from, from other chiropractors? Is, is it this natural way to solve the problem? Well, it's many, it's many chiropractors. I, I think many of my colleagues are really into natural because that's what we were taught. Right. Um, and, you know, some of us were taught more natural than, 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 than some, but I think what, what really sets me apart is that I truly appreciate 
and love helping people. Um, even sometimes at, my, at, at the risk of not maybe making the money that I could make. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. I could have probably stayed in, in dealing with insurance, but it was causing me, having to deal with the insurance companies, it was causing me to uh, almost not even want to go into my office, which if I don't go into my office, I won't be able to treat my patients. You see what I'm saying, it, if 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 I know that I have to deal with the uh, scrutiny and all the issues that that comes from dealing with insurance companies, that was causing me to um, kind of almost just really resent having to deal with it. And so one one day I woke up, I, I was having some. I woke up early and I just. I was like, why am I so slow for about getting to the office today? I need to get in the office. I need to get, and I, I, I did, I'm a person that does self-evaluation. And so I said, what's going on with you? And when I realized it was because I had to speak to uh, an insurance adjuster and that was affecting me uh, or causing me to not want to go into the place that I love to go into because that's where I'm able to really see and help my patients. Right. I just, I didn't like that feeling. And so from then on, I decided I was, I had to come up with the exit plan from dealing with insurance companies. Because if that was going to cause me to not want to do your job, yeah. That I truly love to do <clears throat> the thing that I truly love to do, then I, I had to, I had to, to kind of step back from that. And so I think, what really sets me apart is my passion for well, kudos to you. I don't want to cut mm -hmm. you off here, but kudos to you for, I guess, following or continuing or, or picking the path, maybe not the, the short-term path of the money, but the, the long-term path of what makes you feel better. You know, yeah. I don't know. So, Oh yeah. That's I, awesome. I, I totally agree. I, <laughs> Trenton, when I deal with my patients, I deal with every one of my patients as if they're my family. I can't imagine um, doing something to a patient um, that would cause them harm. Uh, because one thing, I took the same oath as, we, we as doctors have to take the same, same oath. Um, and I can't remember what that, because I said that oath over 20 something years ago when I graduated from college. And so I can't remember what it said verbatim, but I remember key things in there. Mainly, it said, first of all, that I would do no harm to my patient. And then it said that if I could not give them the best medical care, I would refer them out to someone who could. And I take that very seriously. I'm not going to, um, I don't see how some doctors sleep at night. Jesus. I really don't. I don't. I don't see how some of them sleep at night knowing that they did not do the best thing that they could do for their patient. You know, and so I think that's one of the things that I love people. I truly, truly love people, and I want to see people healthy. I um, I want to see them um, as drug free as possible. Um, I, I I'd rather see them like I said, use their food as their, uh, as their uh, medicine. 
you know, along with some other herbs and natural things, and we hadn't even touched on this, but I, I've, I've even, I've been, I have been doing some research about the, even the CBD industry. And I've just found- a I hear so much about that. Oh yeah, it's, it's <clears throat> huge now. Um, but I had done so much research because there are so many companies out there that had, that are doing, um, they're, they're not, the, the product is not always that great. Hmm. And so I, I've been doing my research even about that. And so I have that product to offer. Um, have you started offering that or, or is yes. that something? Okay. No, I, I, I uh, just recently started offering that. I have a website that, um, you know, individuals can go to, to check that out. Okay. Also, um, what's the name of the website? Where can people find that? Uh, they can find it at www.cbd. Okay. okay, that's what I thought. Uh, no, I'm sorry. www.cbdflow. Okay. F L O W. Okay. Dot Wakana. W A K A N N A. Dot com. Okay. And that'll take you to my website. Um, and they have a, a whole gamut of products that are helping people with even, I, I, I'm calling it, a lot of that stuff is like chiropractic in a, in a bottle. Oh, Not okay. that you won't actually need a chiropractor because, you know, to physically actually manipulate your body. I think that is important. It's just like a person taking their car to be aligned. Every okay. now and then, your body just needs to be aligned properly. Um, but what I, what I mean by uh, these products, they do some of the same things that the chiropractic adjustment does in, in that they decrease inflammation, decrease pain, and increase blood flow, blood, blood circulation. And so uh, those are some of the things that we, you know, that we offer in the office. We offer those, that, that product. We also offer um, for any individual that has um, a, a CDL license. Okay. Drug drivers, mm -hmm. I'm a medical examiner. I do those exams that they have to have every two years. Um, the DOT exams. Um, we offer nutritional counseling. Wow. Um, I was also a massage therapist prior to becoming a chiropractor. And so I, I do that as well. Um, and so we just have a number of things that we can help people with naturally. I love it. That's awesome. Well, doctor, this has been one of the better podcasts I've ever done. And I don't, I don't say that to a lot of people. Uh, I don't awesome. say that to anyone, actually. You're, you're, a great, you're a great guest. And I had a great conversation with you. Owen, are you still there? Yeah, I'm sure I am. I've been just... Uh... Listening? <laughs> kind of listening in the background yeah yeah Dude, has this not been one of the, the better conversations we had yeah this has absolutely been perfect yeah, and man. you know one thing i was kind of <clears throat> taking in and i was actually doing a little research uh in the background but you know i think a lot of the issues that people find at least with like going with a doctor to get a medication i think a lot of people just aren't quite educated on all the effects and helps that chiropractic care can do because I do have some personal yeah. experience with chiropractic care. I, uh, I've had, I've gone with many sessions of like having lower back de decompression and also respiratory issues where like my rib cage was kind of misaligned. So it was causing me to have breathing issues and I, it was affecting me when I was I remember like, you telling me about that. Yes. Yeah. And with a couple of adjustments here and there with, I think about three weeks of care and a little bit of like exercises to fix, like, 
these ranges that most people don't think would think about, uh, you know, chiropractic care, you know, fixing them was really the issue. Um, and just need a little help of getting things realigned and fixed. Um, you know, I want to kind of ask your idea on it. Do you think, um, you know, do you think there's like a huge education gap between people, you know, not really understanding, you know, all the care that chiropractic care can really fix and solve? Um, you talking to me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I, I definitely, we as doctors of chiropractic really, in many cases, have not done, uh, well, I won't say we... In many cases, people have not really been educated to what we can do, you know. Um, but when you're bombarded with these commercials that tell you, oh, go tell your doctor to take this medication, it's hard getting through to certain people because, like, I think Trenton said it earlier, when they have a mindset that they want to take medicine or they want to, because their doctor said, and that's that's one of the biggest issues. I tell people, you need to take your health into your own hands. It, it, doctor, let me say this. If there's one thing I hear from my clients is that healthcare is not transparent. No, and you're yeah. right. <laughs> I mean, because I, I tell my patients all the time, I want you to be able to come in and ask me any question that you want to. Now, I'm not going to guarantee that I can answer all the questions, but I... I would rather have a patient that comes in and asks me questions. If you go to a doctor and that doctor does not want to explain what they're doing, you need to find another doctor because there's something wrong with that. There's, just because he's a doctor does not mean that he knows everything. And I do think that the, um, as far as what Owen was saying, the lack of knowledge or, um, I think a lot of people take what they have heard from their various doctors. Cause I've had, I've had people to come into our office and say, I'll say, well, why did you, what took you so long? Say it's a, a, a church member and we've been telling them for a while. Oh, we can help. I see you walking a certain way. Maybe you should come in and see if we could help you. Well, when they finally come in, they're in this excruciating pain and having these big issues from something that I told them years ago that they should have come in to us. And the reason they say that they didn't come in sooner is because, oh, I asked my doctor about it. And most of the time when they say their doctor, they ask their MD about it. And he said, no, I you know, he said, you shouldn't go to a chiropractor, you know, many. And so it's, it's kind of hard to combat that when, when you have, certain ones that are telling a person i've even had lay people to say oh i wouldn't do that i wouldn't go to a chiropractor if i were you oh, and wow. don't have any education behind it or they have not done their due diligence of research to even see why they're saying that they're just going on what they heard or maybe a personal experience a bad experience that they had but what i often ask people is if you had a bad experience with the medical doctor are you just not going to go to any other medical? <laughs> no, you're going to do your research. You're going to get a referral to a better doctor. You're not just going to, you're just not going to forsake the whole profession just because you had a bad experience. But that's what people do as far as chiropractors in many cases. In many cases, we as chiropractors only have one chance. Uh, yeah. And if they have a bad experience, <clears throat> 
then so be it. They'll never, I mean, in many cases, they won't go to a chiropractor again. Us marketers too. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we got to deal with the same stuff. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. But thank you, doctor, so much for being on. Uh, I'm going to end the recording now. Um,